it's fine. It's totally fine. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's just, you know, audio. That's right. How are you? I'm good. Good. So where are you? Are you at a... We're in Dahlonega, Georgia. So it's like in the North Georgia mountains. We've got a cabin here. And so this is where my parents live most of the year. Um, so the kids and I came down to visit them. We'll head back next week, but we needed a change of scenery. Yeah. Everything's open down here. So I can at least like get a pedicure with my mask on. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, go to TJ Maxx. So all is right with the world. Oh, you can go to TD, TJ Maxx there? Yes, yes. TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Marshall. Pretty much everything's open. I mean, they have all the restrictions six feet apart and they're limiting like half capacity. Mm -hmm. um, or we're not going in any restaurants to eat. We're still doing just takeout, you know, just to be safe. But I yeah. needed to get a couple of gifts for my daughter for her birthday and for my father in law. So, and there's some stuff you just can't find online, you know. Right. So I'm like, Yes, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to introduce you to Katya. Hi, Katya. Hi, Yay, good to see you. So we'll just do like a little quick, I'm, I'm recording now, but we'll just do a little quick um, interview with you about your experience, blah, blah, blah. I told you. Perfect. Should I mute myself? Should I mute myself just so the audio is No, I mean, I, I have the dog probably will bark and all that. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, okay, so um, thank you so much for having a conversation with us. Um, this is my co-host Katya, and we welcome hi, <laughs> and we welcome Brooke Daniels. And um, I, you know, I'm so glad that you could come and talk to us, and just sort of tell us sort of how you got started. So I'll first ask, where are you from, and where do you live now? Okay, perfect. So we're originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and then we live in Northern Virginia outside of DC. We've been there for, gosh, I guess 11, about 11 years now. So yeah, kind of in a rural area, um, almost halfway between Richmond and DC. Okay. Well, Katia lives sort of there too, don't you? Katia? Yeah. Like I'm outside of DC, like 30 minutes away in Maryland. Oh yeah. Oh, so you're North. Okay. Right. <laughs> and so you have family and kids. Yeah, I've got two two little ones. A son's thirteen, and daughter's almost ten. Oh, you have a, oh a ten year old daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, how long? Just to ask you, how long have you been in the fashion industry? So I started shooting um, actually right when my son was born. So I guess about 13 years ago is when I started. And at that time I did a little bit of everything, you know, I was doing a newborn and maternity because that was kind of the season of life that I was in at the time. So that's how I got started um, and then did families and kids. And then once I started shooting like high school seniors, I just loved that age group. Um, mm -hmm you know, teenagers. And that's when we moved to Virginia. And then I kind of just narrowed down and specifically started doing, you know, seniors, teenage and young adult and started working with um, Senior Style Guide magazine and Modern Teen Ma magazine and did some work for them. Um, and then started doing like teaching and destination shoots and mentoring other photographers as well, which is fun. Um, and then have done a little bit of work with, with modeling agencies, kind of working with their new talent to help get their portfolios built. And um, yeah, I just love the, the age range from, you know, I don't know, even 10, 12 up to like early 20s. And I feel like you can really use your creativity the most. Um, I also enjoy shooting couples, like engagement. I don't do weddings, um, but I do um, like doing, you know, engagement portraits as well. Right. So um, were you ever a model? 
I was way long ago. <laughs> yeah, when I was in high school and in college, I did mostly runway, a little bit of print, um, but I did do some runway in Atlanta and a couple of shows in New York and Vegas and stuff. But after I got married, um, you know, and then we started a family, I, that was kind of a short-lived career, but it was fun while it lasted for sure. <laughs> right. So, so you've been in the, so you model for how long? Um, all through high school I've, and all of college. So I guess about eight years. So I learned a lot on that too, just working with other photographers, kind of being on the other side of the camera. I think that I did learn quite a bit. I didn't realize it at the time because my degree was communications and psychology. So I became an event planner um, and worked for IBM and planned their corporate events. And then actually did, was a wedding planner too, um, which is when I realized I probably didn't want to shoot weddings just because I had done that <laughs> in that industry for quite a while. But it did help me learn about, you know, posing and styling and how to act on a set and how, you know, I think I just, I gained a lot from that experience, not knowing it would help me later, you know, as a photographer. Huh. And, and so what is your favorite part about, well, I'll ask you about the modeling part. What was your favorite part about that? Probably just the traveling. I, we got to go to New York several times, you know, and, and to do runway shows there in Vegas and Chicago as a, you know, a high school junior or senior. That was just a really cool. Super experience. exciting. Yeah. 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 So I, I loved the travel aspect of it for sure. So an opportunity I wouldn't have otherwise had. So that was really cool. And what, what is your favorite part about photography that you like? Um, I think just the interaction with the clients and especially, you know, if you work with someone maybe who's a little shy and insecure, which in a way everyone is right. And to help them be able to see themselves, you know, through the light of others eyes, because we're so critical of ourselves. We pick apart every little insecurity or every flaw and especially um, say that someone whatever their flaw is to help show them a way to like let it shine you know whether they have this beautiful like gap between their teeth which I love and I'm like no we're gonna smile really big and show that off because it's unique mm -hmm. and it makes you you and when you can walk away from a shoot and after they've seen those images and that they can maybe start to look at their what they viewed as a flaw before is now kind of their signature thing. That's probably my favorite thing. Or when girls have tons of freckles and they're like, no, we want to cover it up. You know, we want a lot of makeup to cover. I'm like, no, we don't. And <laughs> like, we're going to get beautiful lashes and beautiful lips. We're going to keep those freckles and let them shine because that's what God gave you. And that's exactly what you're supposed to look like. And for them to start to see, you know what, that does make me different. And not everyone has those. And maybe I shouldn't be ashamed of them. I should be proud to show them off. So that's definitely the most rewarding thing um, to me about photography is just to help them kind of look at something in a different way. You know, it's, it's interesting because my husband and I, we always talk about like the ugly duckling, you know, the ugly duck for me, I, for me in high school, I was like, Oh, I'm so ugly. And you know, you know, and then I started modeling, you know, yeah. I was thinking I was not, a, not attractive, attractive at all. And I became a model. Right, right. You know. Look at me now. <laughs> so it, was, it was kind of like, right, right, right. <laughs> the funniest thing. And I meet some of the girls and they'll be like, what, you think I can model, you know, and they, you know, they're like, well, I'm not popular in school or, you know, nobody asked me out. Right. I'm like, good. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. a good sign. This is so funny because people think that models are the most confident people, no. but actually models are so insecure. Right. And right. I like, I really like that you mentioned that, that as a photographer, it's so rewarding for her to make people look great and feel comfortable and confident that's yeah. amazing yeah you're right some of the most 
classically beautiful girls I've ever photographed have probably been the most insecure, you know, about themselves. And I'm like, you have no idea, you know, but they yeah, don't have no idea. That, right. They're, they're you so critical. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I see girls that are like, you know, like maybe on Instagram or something and they're kind of awkward and I'm like, Oh, they're fabulous. <laughs> exactly. I just love it, you know? Yes, we were at this drive-in movie theater last night in Tiger, Georgia, which is truly in the middle of nowhere. And there was this girl with her family kind of playing ball behind us. And she had this enormous hair. I mean, it was just that beautiful, huge, curly, kind of reddish hair. And she had very strong features, like strong, dark brows. And I imagined she you know, probably doesn't find herself beautiful. And she, I just wanted to photograph. I don't have my camera here. You know, I'm just here for, for fun, not to shoot anything, but I'm like, oh, I would so photograph her. Did and you give her my card? No, I know. I should have. I should have been <laughs> people all the time, you know, that I'm like, I would so love to photograph them because they're different looking. They're unusual. They don't look like everyone else, you know, and that's what I'm drawn to. And I think that's always the best people to photograph. I mean, oh, yeah. Really do. Right. It's like mm -hmm. an untapped gym, you know, and you want right. to... Yeah. And it becomes more of an art, you know, like artwork too. Right. You know, it's like a art project. <laughs> exactly. No, it is. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> um, so what are the, some of the clients that you worked with? Um, I don't know if I could say any like celebrity necessarily people. That no, 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 but yeah, but, um, but yeah, mostly, um, I mean, I've done some people in like the fashion modeling industry, but I really am drawn to, I guess you'd say just everyday people, you know, that, um, I mean, the clients who book me, I don't really have control over who finds my website and books me, but most of what I do are high school seniors. Um, and then I'll do modeling teams. So I'll have like a spokesmodel team that are their junior year of high school. And they'll work with me on a couple different shoots kind of throughout their high school, you know, senior year experience. So we'll do like cap and gown shoots and prom shoots and do some creative shoots as well, group shoots, destination shoots. And that's really for them to kind of form a bond with other friends from different schools that they wouldn't otherwise know. And then this year I just launched Mod Squad Junior, which are middle schoolers, actually sixth to ninth grade, because I've realized with the high schoolers, by the time they come to me, their junior year in high school, most of them are pretty confident, you know, in who they are. They're pretty comfortable in their own skin. Most of them have like a dedicated group of friends they might have a boyfriend or girlfriend and they have a pretty good like relationship with their mom again their parents but it, I realize because I have a middle schooler now my son's just finished seventh grade right and he's going into eighth grade so when he started middle school I guess two years ago I realized this is the age group that really needs like a positive role model and a positive group of friends and needs to learn about confidence and poise and how to carry themselves um, so yeah that's when I just started to launch kind of a a group geared toward these younger kids because I feel like they need it the most and it could make the most like positive, you know, benefit in their life. So we're just starting that out. And with Corona, I haven't been able to shoot them yet. Right, right. <laughs> Hopefully this summer we will be able to get started. So that should be fun. And I just kind of needed a change of pace myself. Um, so I'm looking forward to working with these kids that are a little bit younger and see how that goes. What exactly is the Mod Squad? What is that? Yeah, is that so just what you call it or... Yeah, that's what, so I started a spokesmodel team probably 10 years ago before it was a thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and I just thought, what a cool way to kind of get kids from different schools and to give them this like social outlet outside of school to look forward to, right? Because in school, everyone has their cliques and they're already labeled, you know, as whatever. <laughs> and this way, if they're maybe not having the best experience at their high school, they can have something to look forward to like outside of school. Um, and then we do plan, you know, some fun kind of social events and the, and the shoots. And it gives me a chance to kind of build a good rapport and relationship with them and their, and their parents throughout the year. Um, 
and so they pay like a spokesmodel fee and then they have a um, either different collections or a minimum to meet so they're you know they have to invest financially but they're getting a better deal I guess than a regular client would just booking one session because they're getting multiple like shooting experiences throughout the year mm -hmm. and then they're in a Facebook group together which is where we communicate um, and a lot of those kids get selected to do these destination magazine shoots. So I do those once a year with Senior Style Guide Magazine. And we've gotten to go to Iceland and New York twice and Isle of Palms and Aruba and Yellowstone um, out in Montana and Wyoming. And our next one's in Banff, Canada this fall. So I will um, kind of pull from those group of spokesmodels or give them the opportunity to apply. And we also open it up to, to other models to apply as well. Um, but it's really cool to see the progression of those kids from when they first start with me their junior year till the end of their senior year, just to watch their confidence kind of blossom and everything. Um, so yeah, it's one, one of my little ones just woke up. <laughs> um, and so yeah. do you help them through, you, so when you're shooting, do you help them and what, what, you know, if you're having one of those, you're, ch you're choosing one of those models, how do you choose that? Yeah. Um, so much of it is not just how they look, right? Like sometimes okay maybe the most beautiful girl in pictures or whatever might be not so easy to work with. So, so much of it is just their rapport, you know, how they, their, I guess, attitude and behavior is if they're professional, you know, on set, if they show up on time when mm -hmm. at our shoots and if they're really open-minded, I think to the creative process, some girls are just very timid and reluctant and maybe it's a self-esteem, self-confidence issue. But if they question me a lot on like the wardrobe or how we're selling the hair and makeup, and they just seem so unsure of the process. I know they don't feel fully confident in how they're looking and it's going to reflect in the images. And so that's so much of it. It's not like, oh, I look for the most quote unquote beautiful guy or girl. Not at all. Like it's really just how we connect. And also their mom has a lot to do with that too. If their mom's very, you know, helpful and supportive, but not like overbearing and tries to kind of take over if they're just quietly supportive that's huge um sometimes you have those moms on a shoot that's just kind of over your shoulder not necessarily critical of me or what i'm doing but barking at the daughter telling her how to stand how to, i'm like there's only one of us that can direct this and then uh, immediately the, the son or daughter feels it's tension you can just see it in their eyes they don't want to be arguing with their mom they want to have this moment by themselves and let the mom trust the photographer or hair and makeup artist you know the people that are on set at the shoot and so yes when the moms do kind of step back and allow us to, to do our work um that also is really helpful and then the girls that yeah are just very professional and polite i think in this generation there's so many times i'll get like a phone call on the day of the shoot from a girl saying, uh, Hey, yeah, so I'm running a little late and what color shoes do you need me to get? And they won't even introduce themselves and say, hi, Brooke, this is so-and-so right. like just call me courtesy. And so if I have girls that are, you know, just difficult to work with, I'm not going to select them to come on one of these trips because, um, it's definitely a reward for them. You know, it's a once in a lifetime experience and we have to work together for months leading up to it on the wardrobe and the hair and makeup and all the details. And then we're there for several days shooting. Um, so yeah, I definitely pick the girls that are delightful to work with right. <laughs> and it helps. I love, I do. I love working with dancers just because they so know how to carry their frame and I love get capturing kind of action dance shots too so I'm really drawn to a guy or girl who does have kind of that dance background it's also really easy to photograph because they're naturally just excellent at posing you know and carrying their their bodies um and then again girls who are really um kind of 
super open-minded with fashion and that they will wear anything and they'll do anything crazy with their hair. And they're not afraid to kind of step outside of that, you know, classic look that they'll try different things. That's also super rewarding as a photographer because we want to be able to be creative and we don't want their attitude to kind of hold us back. I always tell them, I'm never going to make you look silly. Like I would never put you in an outfit or a hair stomach that would make you look unflattering. This might not be comfortable for you. It might be out of your comfort zone, but you have to trust me. And when they do, and they're like, oh, I love it. I would never normally wear this, but this is awesome. Then that feeds that you know, creativity and allows us to kind of push the boundaries even more. Um, and that those are the things I look for um, when we're kind of selecting models for these trips. And again, the unique looks, you know, like, it's so hard, I find, to find the girl with the super crazy curly red hair and the freckles. Like, that's a hard look to find. So mm -hmm. sometimes I will maybe just select a girl just based on a real specific, unique look we're wanting to shoot in that setting. Right. Wow, you covered a lot because I had some questions in there, but oh. you covered them. <laughs> you know, like, what do you, what, what do you look for in a model? Those were, um, and if, is it important for models to follow directions? Yes, it's very important. Right. And it's really, you know, it's important that they go with the flow. You explain that. Um, okay. One of the things that, you know, I think when the girls first get into the business, I always say you must bring, you know, please, if you're under 18, even if you're over 18, please bring your mom. And, okay. but the mom or dad should kind of be there, but be on the side and not directing. Okay. I have a lot of models that their moms are right there saying, okay, no, turn this way, turn this way. And it doesn't work. It just, you That's know. right. And okay, sometimes you need to step aside. That's right. And you don't want to offend them. And I know I can, I'm, I'm sure I'd be like that with my own kids. So I get it. Like we're yeah. mama bears. And we know how our kids look best and we right. want them to put their best face forward. I get it. But I try to, if I have that moment, I try to pull the mom, you know, aside privately and say, you know, this is new for them. This is a new experience for them. And it's just too much, too many eyes looking at them. And they're going to always, of course, you're their mom. They're most emotionally connected to you. So whatever you say is going to be the voice they hear in the room. Um, but this is my job, you know, and I've trained for this for many years years and if we want to get the best images for your child and give them the best chance of a future if this is you know a dream they have to be in this industry I need to be the only voice you in the room step aside. right and I, I try to be delicate and tactful you know about it and another good thing if we have multiple models on which I usually do I'm usually not just shooting one model in one location we would have like a group it also helps to get the real sweet chatty social mom <laughs> to yeah. kind of be in charge of collecting and hurting the other moms and to get them a job <laughs> Whether it's like, hey, I need you to brush out these hair extensions or I need you to help sew these flowers on this dress. If you give them a job and they feel valued, that their talent and time feels valued, then they'll kind of step aside. Because they, I think that's the main thing. They want to be involved in the process. They want to know that they're yeah. included. And so if you give them something to make them feel important, then they'll kind of give you your space. And I also say too, the images of your child will be better. I promise you, if you're not right here, because I can tell she feels uncomfortable because there's just too many eyes looking at her. So if we can take it down to just be the two of us. And I said, maybe our next shoot, she'll be more warmed up. She'll be more comfortable with the process. Then I can get you to help me hold the reflector and be more involved. But this mm -hmm. first shoot, I need it. I need her and I to build that rapport and that's not going to happen with you here. And you know, if you say it in a delicate and, you know, polite way, they, they get the hint. They want the best pictures of their child. So if they know that means them stepping away, then that's what has to happen. So if you could give any advice to new models, what would okay. that look like? Okay. Um, I think it is so much kind of what I was touching on before, but definitely the attitude, almost looking at it like, like a job interview in a way. Um, 
so from the very first communication with them, which for me, I don't tip, I don't like to talk on the phone. So almost all my communication is like via text, via email, you know, through my website, through even through Facebook, um, that they respond back in a prompt and professional manner, you know, kind of going along with that same line and not just like, Hey, yeah, that's fine. No, like be, be professional, you know, actually you don't have to call them, you know, Mrs. Or Mr. Or what have you, but to say, you know, as if you're writing a letter to a teacher or something that it needs to be, um, you know, just to show that you're serious about this, that it's important to you, that you value the experience. So, my perception of models start from the very beginning before I've even met them is just how they're kind of communicating with me. If it takes a girl a week to get back with me, clearly this is not important to her. You know, if we're trying to schedule her shoot and she's not getting back with me. So it starts from there. Um, and then on set, <clears throat> that they're again just open-minded go with the flow if things change um that they're that they're not stuck in one specific idea or wardrobe that they're just kind of go, going to go with it and to change quickly <laughs> some girls that take forever you know between and they're primping themselves like that's why we have hair and makeup team you know is to make sure that they're going to look their very best but um some girls i find are just super slow moving <laughs> when we're changing wardrobes and i'm like the sun i just watch it going down you know and i'm like time is money like we got to get going so the girls that can change super fast um, work well with others if they're posing with other guys which I know can be intimidating especially for like a younger teen they've maybe never had a boyfriend maybe they don't have a brother and they feel super uncomfortable I get that and I would never put them in a pose or position that they're going to feel super awkward but the girls that are just like yeah they're going to go with it whichever position I put them in if I ask them to hold hands or ask them to mm. you know that they're going to do it and not not feel so uncomfortable you know that they're just going to kind of follow the instructions of that and um when the shoot's over this is probably one of the biggest things as far as girls getting asked back to do future work with us um once you it takes me forever to edit i'm such a perfectionist so it might take me two to three weeks you know to edit a session so once i send the images over just a simple you know regardless of if it's a paid client or if I'm doing the work for free for them, um, for whatever you know reason, if it's one of these magazine shoots, they typically don't pay me. They have to pay their way there, um, pay hair and makeup, and I'm giving them their, you know, all the portraits and everything. They're going to be featured in this magazine. So many times I'll send them the images and I'll see them immediately post them on social media. So I know they're happy with them. But they don't even email me back to say thank you. So just this right. simple little thing to show gratitude and to show, you know, the amount of hours and my heart and work that I poured into this to just, just, to, it's amazing how far that goes. And from the mom too, just a, a quick email. Thank you so much for choosing me. Thank you for the time you put into them. We love the images. This one's my favorite. All people love to hear feedback, you know, of their work. So that goes a long way. Um, just a simple five minute email to thank you for, you know, what you put into it. and then following whichever photographer's rules are about their images to be sure those are followed. So most it's pretty straightforward is you don't change the images. So you don't use filters. You don't try to crop them and make them your own artistic work. The photographers put hours into kind of making that the best version of that image they can. So not to change the image and to always, always tag the artist and give them credit mm. on social media tagging in the photo, tagging in the comment. Most photographers will give you a little copyright release and tell you specifically that information. If they don't, that's just kind of common across the board. You tag your modeling agency, you tag the hair and makeup, right. you know, team, you tag the wardrobe you were wearing, or if there was a florist who donated flowers, you have to give credit on social media. That's how people thrive and survive. And most of us don't pay a penny for advertising. So that social media and the Instagram and Facebook, um, 
that's how people find your work. So if you get an email and they'll of course see it because your friends on social media platforms. So if you post your artist's work and you don't tag them and you get that friendly reminder from your photographer, you know, please be sure you follow the copyright rules and tag us. You can pretty much be rest assured. You'll never be asked to work with that photographer again. It's almost, it's just like a slap in the face, you know, to not give that person credit. So that, and I, every photographer I know that's their biggest pet peeve for sure. And it's so simple, you know, it's not like it takes extra time. It's not like it takes away from your image at all. You know, you're still the focus. You're still the star. It's just showing, hey, this is the team that helped this happen, you know? So the girls that consistently follow those rules, you know, and tag appropriately and post correctly, then I'm like, okay, they're in. Like, they get it. They respect (laughs) my work, you know, that I'm doing for them, and I will definitely work with them again. So that's probably the biggest thing, honestly. And I love that you you talked about that because that was my question about social media is that you know, what is safe to post, what is not safe to post. That's a big question, you know, that I get from what's safe, you know, is it okay to post this? Blah, 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 you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, So thank you. I mean, that, that's, you covered, I mean, you actually covered all of my questions, but I just wanted to ask you, so if you could do as a photographer, what would be your favorite client you could work with? Oh gosh. Yeah, that's a good question. It's hard. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm I mean, would it be a designer? Would it be a model or? Yeah, I would, I would love to work, I guess, with like an up and coming fashion designer who's making just crazy, gorgeous gowns or just really unique kind of stuff. And then, um, and then, yeah, probably I wouldn't even pick like a, a quote unquote, like celebrity or someone who's famous. I would just love to scout and find someone new, you know, like a complete fresh face who's just com- so unusual in the most like beautiful way. Um, that would probably be my favorite kind of a, a shoot. And I, I can shoot studio. I've got studio lights. We have a studio in our basement, but I feel so constricted in like an indoor space with these lights around me when I'm kind of tethered. So I definitely prefer shooting outside, like on location and natural light. Um, and in different places, you kind of get bored of going to the same spot. So it's always fun to go somewhere new um, that, where you've never shot before and kind of scout it out ahead of time and find that like perfect place with the best lighting and all that. So yeah, that would probably the favorite be is, you know, to find a big designer upcoming. Designer, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something that's just that they're just starting out and kind of help give them that launch, you know, to the next level to help show other people like how talented that person is. I think that would be really cool. Right. So, yeah, I've never done. So, so Kati, do you have any questions? Because it's on, I mean, I don't want to keep you. I know you want to get with your family, so. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, we're going to go pack up. <laughs> I, feel like okay. I feel like we actually did cover it a lot, but um, the question I have for you, and it's easy question, how people can find you? Oh, sure. So Instagram's probably the best. It's at Brooke Daniels Photography. So it's Brooke with an E, um, Daniels with an S. I do have a Facebook page, but I have to be honest, I really have not updated it in forever. (laughs) Um, And then I have a website, which is brookedanielsphotography.com. And my email is on there, which is brooke at brookedanielsphotography.com. It's pretty simple. (laughs) Um, But Instagram probably is the thing I do check the most often, you know, and try to update, although I haven't been able to shoot since we've been in quarantine. So I look right. forward to getting started this summer. I know. I know. Right. So thank you so much for Oh, you're so welcome. So much information it was great. I, I so appreciate it. Yeah. yeah so glad I got to see you. you. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much.
Lee. You're so welcome. So good to see you ladies as well. We'll be in touch. All right. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.